Welcome everyone to Take the Lead. I am your host, William Kliske. And I am, uh, guys, you should know who I am by now. It's me, John O'Halloran. Come on. So, John, the wheel spin of destiny. Pick destiny! Baseball. <laughs> Pick baseball to start off. Hit us with a story. Okay, um, 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 um let's see what I want to start with. There we go. Uh, Ray's Blake Snell, I think that's his last name, uh, says, I'm not playing unless I get mine. Um, Tampa Bay Rays pitcher, all-star pitcher Blake Snell says he will not take the mound this year if his pay is cut uh, further, which proclaiming I'm not playing unless I get mine, which I agree, and I, at the same time I disagree with him. I'm I disagree s- with him. You disagree, You do disagree with him? Yes. I'm not splitting no revenue. I get mine, the 2018 ALSI Young Word Winner said on t- uh, Twitch stream Wednesday. Bro, y'all got to understand, too, because y'all to be like, bro, play for the love of the game. Man, what's wrong with you, bro? Money should not be a thing, bro. I'm risking my life. What do you mean? It should not be a thing, 100%. Uh, it should not be a thing. 100% should be a thing. He's his contracts for 162 games. If they don't play 162 games, he shouldn't get the full amount. Yep, it says right here. Simple. Yep, if I'm not going, if I'm not going to play, I sh- I should be at the money. I should be at the money that I signed, getting paid. Snell said I should not be getting half of what I'm getting because the season's cut in half. On top of the 33 percent of of the half that's already there, so I'm getting like 25 percent. You're still getting paid, dude. That's like me saying. That's like me going into work and they sent me home at two and expecting the full shift. Yeah, pay. I'm not getting that. It's getting taxed. So imagine how much I'm actually getting to. Uh, I can't even. Yeah, dis- but you're not playing the full season. No, I know he's. I'm at. I'm actually making to play. You know, I'm saying like I ain't making. He said a swear. He probably said shit on top of that. So all of that money is gone now. I'm playing risking my life. Sorry, I wanted to say it. I know it's just funny how you censored yourself and then just said it anyway. Sorry, <laughs> no, don't be sorry. That no. was funny. No, I I, I disagree with him, dude. Twenty five percent. Who cares? Just would you rather not play and get zero percent? So it's like that's like you just said. You going to work tonight and leaving at two? I'm like, yeah, I'm going home. Then you not getting paid? I'm like, I I work until two o'clock. I want money. Why don't I get paid? Like if I was working until seven. Yeah, I left it too. What's the difference? That's like, like he doesn't know. That's like me leaving my job early. I'm not going to get paid for that day. Right. But like, no, I, I completely disagree with him. It's he's insane. Um, but speaking of the 2020 season, oh come on, load. Bryce Harper had some wild ideas for if the season was played. Lay him down, Will. <laughs> okay. So Bryce Harper posted on Instagram saying, um, season beyond health and safety, which comes first of all uh, players and families. Just an idea I've been thinking about. East and West, like the NBA. Okay. July, 31 days. August, 31 days. September, 30 days. October, 31 days. November, 15 days. 135 games. All right. Off day every two weeks on a Monday. And Sunday double headers, seven innings. Thirty players, six man rotation, save arms if pitchers wanted this. If not, no big deal. DH and any other ideas possible. Need to figure out if somebody gets hurt what happens. Not sure. Who and where would you call from, etc. 
And then the playoffs, two-week World Series, like Super Bowl week. Ten teams round-robin format, college World Series kind of style at the new Texas Stadium. Three-game series, you win the series, you move on. You lose, you play the other loser in a one-game wild card. Winner of that moves on, other team is out. Or you could play it in Vegas so you have the strip hotels and could use one hotel for all the guys in contain possibly. Two teams left, seven-game World Series. They get two days off before the series. With those two days off, you could do an all-star game in home run derby. No. <laughs> yes. No. I. No. <laughs> that's, that's literally what he said. Bryce Harper. Yeah, Bryce Harper. What's wrong? What's wrong with you, Bucko? That's. <laughs> <laughs> I read that. I'm like, that's insane. No, that's so stupid. Because <laughs> what would they got in the one of the players in World Series wants to uh, participate in the home run derby? The mayor's, yeah, the mayor's like, yeah, uh, no, no, I don't like that. No, I don't. When you when you first does. started, when you get into it, I was like, this is actually a good idea. Then, oh, let's put the world, let's put the All Star Game Horn Derby two days before the World Series. Yeah, no, that's that's a dumb idea. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be 135 games in 135 days. No, 135 games in 138 days. I don't like that. It's such a terrible idea. Yeah. Just cancel the season. Started in July, 81 games. That's what I've been saying at work. Started. Played in uh, playing eighty game season, 82 game season. Oh, and then um, want to know how this would affect the following seasons? Yeah, since it goes into November, maybe even December. He said um, the type of schedule will require some recovery time in the off season to remedi- to remedy that. He suggests pushing back opening day twenty twenty one until May first, then in twenty twenty two April first. Nope. Just uh, no. He wants every game to be available for fans to watch on every platform. No blackouts, just nonstop baseball. Yeah, because I want to watch the freaking Marlins play against pirates. The pirates. Yeah. Okay, Bryce Harper. Harper admits his <laughs> ideas are wild, but with um, yeah, he just admits his ideas are wild. Not wild. They're stupid. <laughs> What's what? What's more stupid, Bryce Harper's idea or Blake Snell saying he deserves all the money for half Ooh. the time? Damn, that's a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'll probably say I'll go Blake Snell. Blake Snell's stupider. Yeah, I gotta. You you got any more baseball? Because I got one more, which is actually pretty crazy. Hit us with it. Okay. Why this inactive slugger might be the highest played player in twenty twenty. According to Ken Rosenthal, oh, yeah. from the oh, you I read saw yep, from I saw that a couple days ago. Yep, that's funny. Former uh, former Rocky Birds, Detroit Tiger, and Texas Rangers first baseman Prince Fielder is in position to hold um, that to function. There's no significant charge to the uh, changes. Sorry to the short season. Uh, Prince Fielder is owed 24 million the final year of his contract with the Rangers to receive a full uh, termination pay under terms of the March agreement between the owners and players regarding a shortened 2020 cancel season. Uh, the amount Fielder receives might uh, decrease <coughs> if the parties reach a deal to reduce a uh, pay of players who were released before the uh, COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, but such adjustments unlikely sources of players who are are no longer on the 40 minute roster in the sports collective bargaining agreement. Seeing uh, projects the guarantee in their contracts. Mm. So he'd be getting paid $24 million. $24 million, and he doesn't even play anymore. 
Yeah. That's crazy. Who has the better deal, Prince Fielder right now or Bobby Bonilla? Bobby Bonilla is getting paid for another couple of years. Yeah, could you imagine? 1.3 mil for 30 years. That's what it was, right? Yeah. Something like that. Hey, Siri. What is Bobby Bonilla's contract? I didn't ask for his stats. Stupid phone. I tried. All right, let's see. Um, John's going to figure it out. Wikipedia. Wikipedia. The deal expires. So he signed um, the huge contract with the Mets. Um, the deal expires in 2035, which at it's one still point... 15 years yep, ago. Yep. Uh, will <laughs> be been paid $29.8 million for a season in which he's not even played for the Mets. Oh, my Lord. This mother effer got 15 more years until he gets... Of, like, what, one point something mil a year? Yep, $29.8 million. Would you rather receive that as a lump sum or a mil a year? Oh, for 30 years. Oh. I'd do a mil a year. Yeah. Easy, yeah. easy peasy. Um, let's see. One jump to basketball. Football seems like it might be the big one. Yes, maybe. I got a lot of football. You do? Yes. Okay, so I'll start because I apparently lied. I only have one for football. Oh, we're doing NBA or football? Oh, NBA. My bad. I said the wrong. I just said the wrong thing. It's okay. Um. This is more so speaking of money again. Uh, LeBron James will owe the money next year. We'll owe the Lakers money next year. How much? Uh, uncertain. It's because guys that are like the highest paid players, mm-hmm. they've already like gotten their entire contracts. And he still so, hasn't. So if the season gets cut and people's con and salaries get cut, yeah. LeBron will just have to owe the Lakers money. He'll fight that. I don't want to pay that. Uh, I saw numbers. Um, each player will essentially have an IOU per paycheck to his team, r- ranging. <laughs> uh, LeBron would be three hundred ninety thousand dollars per paycheck. That's nothing to him. I know, but it's just like it's still a lot of lump sum, though. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's very small of his 41 mil that he slated to earn from next year. It's <laughs> a lot of money still. Speaking about money. Hold on, I just want to try something quick. Hey, yes. Siri. What is the LeBron James's net worth? I'm on it. As of 2018, the estimated net worth of LeBron James I hate how your phone was slightly ahead of mine and you it was so far away. You guys just got doubled Siri. And you, you probably like didn't that? understand a word of it. You know who I should try to call again? Who? Trevor Brewery. No. <laughs> His number, that's probably shut down. Oh, now. yeah. Um, all right, go ahead. Speaking about money, NBA would lose $900 million in, in television if the playoffs were canceled. Oof. Um, the last uh, national television revenue from the playoffs uh would alone would be approximately nine hundred million, according to a source, uh, who Glenn the figure for one of the many uh, conferences calls with Silver recently. If the NBA can't find a way to play rare season games, sources say teams will lose out on uh, 
regional sports networks revenues that uh, requires them to air at least 70 games to achieve the financial uh, trust hold. And that is, um, and this is so dis- uh, wrongly discussed in league circles. That's a lot of money. That is a crap ton of money. The revenue hits the uh, loss hits the players on Friday, March, uh, Mar- May 11th. Idiot. I don't know why it's in March. Most of them got the first check with 25% taken out. $900 million. So much money. What would you do with $900 million, John? Uh, let's see. What would I do? I'd retire. <laughs> first, obviously, I would give some to the parents, some to my brothers. There you go. Maybe like a quarter to my, like, 25 cents to my brothers. 25 Kidding. cents? I would give s- enough money to my parents so they can retire. Would you give me 50 cents? Uh, I'll probably give about uh, 800 million. I'll just take the 1 million, like, all right, fuck it. Wait, what? I'll give you the eight mi- uh, 800 million, like, all right, fuck it. Dope. I'll take the million. I'll take it. Nine, what would you do? You said you retire? I'd just retire and just constantly just be doing everything. <laughs> yeah, I would have to find a hobby. I'd probably donate half of it. Yeah. To where? I don't know. Would you give some to Roberto? Nah. Yeah. Screw you, Bobby. I'll, I'll just give him, a, get him a fancy Christmas gift every year. Hey, nah, Bo- I'll probably give him some. Hey, Bobby, if you're listening, I'd be part of listening to our podcast, but that's okay. Uh, I forgot something happened last Saturday, some Madden game. I can't remember who won. So when you find out, or if you remember, please text me because I'm having trouble remembering. Oh, I, g- I can tell you who won. I'll text you. Okay. I, uh, where are you? I you think he's up? It's ten seventeen. I don't know. But I just texted you who won. All right, that's, yeah, that's right. I won. I, I forgot for a sec. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was a little fun. Hit us with more basketball. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, and we expect to make the decision on, uh, not... 2019 uh 2020 season two to four weeks um so silver's focused on players teams officials being comfortable for a uh, positive test for the coronavirus obviously uh adrian rowski says uh discussions centered on health safety concerns include the goal of uh, getting team officials and players comfortable with the idea that a positive test for the coronavirus upon a return would not uh start a place silver told those on a call that uh, if a positive test would shut us down, we probably shouldn't go down this path. Um, the NBA brought news to the... Uh, sorry, this also brought news that the NBA will make decision on the uh, the season two to four weeks. The NBA shared with the owners several factors that plans uh, plans to study over the next two to four weeks before uh, deciding we starting the league. Among them, sources said, understanding... Uh, there's new cases in those states uh, are starting to reopen. Uh, understanding who's getting severely ill and why in uh, developments in testing types. The NBA is also studying how leagues are handling positive tests among uh, participants, sources said. Huh. Um, but to be honest, I think, like you said, every podcast, I think with the next two or four weeks, I think the decision is they're just going to cancel the season. Yeah, I definitely think that's where they're going with this. But um, we're already in May, and by the time they make the decision, it's going to be beginning of June. Yeah. And then just, like, who knows? Yeah, it's just, there's no point. Yeah. Um, Jeremy Lin says Kobe Bryant once came to practice to say goodbye to the bums getting traded at the deadline. Savage. And I never use that word. 
<laughs> cold, cold-blooded. Yeah, so at the time, it was on the Lakers and going into February with the trade deadline approaching with a 13-34 and 34 record. Yes. It was up during a practice in the 2014-2015 season, and Lynn says he comes in, sweatsuit, he has a sling for his hurt shoulder, and he has these shades on. And Carlos Boozer says, Kobe, good to see you, bro. We haven't seen you in a bit. How come you came today? And Kobe was just stone-faced, and he was like, I just came by to say bye to some of you bums who are going to get traded tomorrow. Wow. Cold-blooded. Yeah. Hey, Kobe, how's it going? Hey, bum, your ass is grass. You're getting traded. Your ass is grass, and I'm a lawnmower. (laughs) 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 I heard that somewhere. I don't remember, remember, but that's that's sticking with me. Your ass is grass, and and I'm a lawnmower. I like that. Put that on a (laughs) T-shirt. Got more basketball? Uh, That's all I had. All right, time to go into football. So... John. Mm-hmm. Hold on, I gotta re get the article. Oh wait, no, I have one more basketball real quick. NBA moves from Spalding basketballs to Wilson balls for the 2021-2022 season. I like Spalding. Well, say goodbye to them because it's gonna be Wilson. Bye, Spalding. All right. So now back on track. Um, DeAndre Baker and Quentin Dunbar charged with armed robbery. Not good. Yeah, there's a warrant for their arrest. Four counts of armed robbery. Whoa. And uh, DeAndre Baker was also charged with uh, aggravated assault with a firearm. Well, I would probably say that's not good for their careers. And however, a lawyer says has or says five witnesses exonerate Seattle Seahawks Quentin Dunbar of South Florida robbery. The defense lawyer for Seahawks cornerback Quentin Dunbar says five witnesses have signed sworn affidavits that exonerate the football player of any involvement in a supposed armed robbery that took place in Miramar. Not good. So, who knows? I just say innocent until proven guilty, but... Yeah, we'll see what happens. That's not good either way. No, it's not good either way. Go ahead. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, not thrilled about Jordan Love uh, being obviously drafted, Don't which any quarterback would be pretty mad about. Uh, after weeks... Like after Carson Wentz? Yeah, that Carson <laughs> Wentz. You can't stay healthy. I love you, but... And then after they th- just get Jalen Hurt. <laughs> Hurts. At the three weeks you ponder his public response to the Green Bay Packers drafting his uh, successor, Evan Rodgers has spoken about the addition of Jordan Love. He's not thrilled. Um, sp- speak on a conference call with reporters on Friday. The, uh, the veteran, pa- the veteran Packers, uh, the veteran Packers quarterback addressed the Packers selecting Love with the first pick, uh, first round pick, not first pick. Uh, the general reaction uh, first was surprised, and many people. Like many people, uh, Rogers told reporters, "Not going to say that I was thrilled by the pick necessarily, but I understand the organization is not thinking just about the present but the future, and I respect that." Uh, Rogers' thirty-six is coming off his eighth Pro Bowl selection, the two-time league MVP and Super Bowl champion of the Packers, were thirteen-three record in the NFC Championship game last season. The Packers made it far despite significant holes on the roster. Um. 
do you see Aaron Rodgers getting traded, or do you see him sticking it out in Green Bay for maybe two years so Jordan Love can I learn see him from sticking under him? it out? Um, another thing that was said, uh, my sincere desire is just to finish, and I can't read today. This is every Saturday. My sense desire is to start and finish with the same organization just as many other players over the years. May not be a reality at this point, Rogers said. As much as I understand the organization future outlook and wanting to make sure they're thinking about the team now and down the line, I respect that. At the same time, I do believe in myself I have a strong desire to play into my 40s. You're never going to be Tom Brady, so just retire. I'm not sure how I f- uh, that all works together at this point. If there are... If there are uh, comes a time where I feel like I can still play at a high level and my body feels great, you know then there's going to be other guys that have gone on and played elsewhere. So it sounds like there could be some bad blood between the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. But like I said, I definitely think just to be a situation where they could keep Aaron Rodgers two more years so Jordan Love can learn from him. Mm-hmm. Just like what they did um, for Jared Stidham and um, Tom Brady. Yeah. Uh, Devin McCourty, Patriots players can't worry about the quarterback's position, which I completely disagree with. Um, <coughs> Devin McCourty was a free agent in the spring, just like Tom Brady. Uh, McCourty was signed with the Patriots, returning a two-year deal, $23 million contract. As you all know, Tom Brady left to play for the uh, Buccaneers. I don't think about twice about Brady's free agency because I was a free agent, McCourty said Friday on Sirius uh, XM NFL Radio. This was my main concern, where my family would end up. I would like to be back in England. Then when I signed my deal and was back, you kind of uh, think of all the guys, all these guys that you've had relationships with, and um, that you think kind of how, man, this could be it. That could be have been the last game I played with those guys. When he made his decision, to me, it wasn't the end of the world. Or like, oh man, he's a free agent. When the free agency hits, there's always a chance that a guy can go to another team. I'm happy for him. He's played 20 seasons for an organization. The knowledge he's uh, passed down, how he opened, how he opened, how open. Sorry, I. It's all good. <laughs> How open he was, always been with uh, guys learning from him, asking questions, always so open. Great teammate. When you become a free agent, that's what our league is all about. That's what players before us have fought for. Be a free agent and choose. I was happy for him. He did what makes him happy. Um, I disagree with McGordy, uh, with Devin saying, don't you know, um, worry about the quarterback because you definitely want to go into a season having you know, a decent quarterback leading your team. You don't want a quarterback like Derek Carr, for instance, because I don't think Derek Carr is a good quarterback. He had that one good season, then he went that down. That one good season, yeah. Or a quarterback like... um trying to think quarterbacks are like not too good. Um, I'm going to throw Dak Prescott. I don't think Dak Prescott's good. He has a good offensive line, good weapons around him. You can throw Carson Wentz into the mix. Hey, Bobby, get out of here. <laughs> um, I had to. I'm sorry. I just agree with Devin McCourty. I think you definitely should worry about who your quarterback is going to be. But maybe Jared Stenham is the future of the Patriots. Time will tell. But speaking about uh, the Patriots, Sam Donald breaks um, breaks down how the Jets plan to approach playing the, pa- uh, playing the Patriots without Tom Brady. And oh, he w- interesting. He won't be seeing Ghost anymore. 
He's one of the greatest players, if not the greatest player of all time, Darnold said on the Michael K. show. Obviously, and we know this, uh, that's how we understand that every game is challenging in itself. Um, but I think Bill and those guys in New England are going to be ready to go no matter what. Obviously, there's a big change. It made uh, they made some headlines, but we're definitely not going to take them any more lightly than we did before. We know whenever we play those guys, we get our hands full no matter what. Yeah. Uh, I, I still don't see the Jets being the main factor in the AFC East this year. Does anybody? No. Um, <laughs> I just don't think Sam Donald's a good quarterback. I think great. he's still going to be seeing those ghosts on that field. Um, anything else? Yeah. Uh, Joe Buck. This actually intrigues me so much. Joe Buck, said, Joe Buck says the NFL uh, broadcast could use fake crowd noises to normalize a viewing experience. Hmm. Uh, Joe Buck on Wednesday said it's pretty much a done deal that the uh, audience at home would hear artificial noises pumped into the broadcast. His comments, which came on uh, SiriusXM's Andy Cohen live show, took a uh, positive stance on the measure. Um, I think whoever is going to be at the control is going to have the real, uh, really good at their job and the real uh, realistic with how the crowd would react depending on what just happened on the field. Buck said, so it's really important. Uh, Buck followed up on those comments on Thursday with a series of tweets in response to Sports Illustrated article. Uh, I don't want to read those because I don't like Joe Buck. I think it's really interesting that the NFL is going to do this. They're going to pump fake crowd noises because... Do what you got to do. Just watching a game on TV... You know, the crowd pumps you up. The crowd pumps the players up. And it's definitely going to be different for these players coming out of the tunnel and not seeing, you know, this crowd pumping them up. It's going to be really weird coming out and seeing the stadium completely empty and quiet. I think it's cool that the NFLs are going to add crowd noises to it. Um, it's going to be interesting how they do it. But at the same time, it's not going to be the same thing. You know, pumping crowd noise from uh, versus rail fans. But that really intrigues me a lot. You no. Know, Whatever team scores a touchdown, you're also going to hear, obviously, hear fake crowd noise. Yeah. Let me know if you got anything else, because I got one last thing that we're going to end the show with. I got a few more. Right, uh, Emma so Smith on Cowboys, Dak Prescott. And we'll bring up Dak Prescott again, Bobby's favorite quarterback. Uh, don't play chicken. Uh, Cowboys great Emmett Smith is urging uh, the franchise to avoid playing chicken with uh, contract navigations with uh, Dak Prescott. Um, as far as the players go, Dak is not worried whether or not he's going to get signed. Smith told Dallas radio station, "I'm not even concerned. I believe he will. I believe he will get it done, and I believe the Cowboys will get it done. We don't have room to be playing games or playing chicken." It's important to the media people that need something to talk about before you, uh, because you don't have much to talk about because we don't have uh, camps and mini camps <coughs> and so forth. The business of leverage when you uh, have the business of leverage when you have leverage, then you're going to try to set the rules. The only way you f- <coughs> fight leverage is, is to fight it by establishing your ground. I think at some point this stuff will uh, will happen. 
Uh, Smith offered this after the Cowboys. Uh, Smith offered after another former Cowboy first-round pick, Marcus Spears. Uh, up in, um, Prescott would be crazy not to sign a deal for the amount reported Spears, uh, Spears though. Wow. If they're offered Dak $35 million in the year, million a year over a hundred million guaranteed he's churning it down because of an extra year Dak is crazy oh spears told espn god Dak, if you get that contract and you don't take it you're officially not even a terrible quarterback you are just a dumb human being he is i'm told i've never known a guy fight over a year if he's going to get paid 100 million uh guaranteed, guaranteed because usually all that matters to nfl players first of all i don't think any a football player should be paid that much. Uh, Dak Prescott has really proved nothing to get that kind of money. Uh, we said it a couple podcasts ago. He's had, what, two, three winning seasons. He has, a, what, one or two playoff wins. Even though I'm an Eagles fan, I should say nothing. I really can't say anything about Carson Wentz. He got a huge contract, and he's never won a playoff game. He's only played one playoff game, and it was just a few snaps. But I... I just don't think Dak Prescott's worth that kind of money. And to be honest, I don't see the Cowboys giving him that kind of money. I don't either. Um, yeah, anymore? Uh, Mike Evans believes Tom Brady's about to change a franchise after joining the Buccaneers. Uh, the opportunity to get Tom Brady, like, that's Tom Brady, bro. That's like the greatest of all time, Evans told former Bucks receiver Loris Murphy on Instagram Live. Uh, Brady's a franchise changer. He's about to change a franchise like ticket sales are going through the roof. Like primetime games, he understands the game of football. Nobody else understands that level besides the greats, and that's going to uh, great to work with him. You understand what I'm saying. These young receivers, of course, we've got the tight ends. We've got, we've got Gronk coming in. It's going to be great for the city, and it's going to... Uh, to be great overall. Hopefully, we have a great season. Everyone stays healthy and pans out uh, the way they the way we want. Uh, I do agree with Mike Evans on this. You know, Tom Brady. No matter what receivers you give him, he makes you look good. Now the fact that he has uh, Mike Evans, he has Chris Godwin, Gronk's coming back. Uh, Cameron Braid. I know if they're going to keep O.J. Howard. Uh, three tight ends on one roster. That's a lot. That is, yeah. Um, if the Bucks. Defense can play like they did last year, the last six games. Their defense was number one in the league. The run defense was number one in the league. If their defense can play like that, depending if there's a season, uh, the whole entire season, the offense plays good. I think the Bucks will be the team to beat in the, NF- in the NFC. You know, you have Tom Brady, you have these good receivers, you have a good defense. Um, you know, we said it last uh, couple podcasts ago, I think the, Dolphin, uh, the Dolphins, what the hell? I think the uh, Buccaneers will finish a better record than the Patriots. Yeah, that's probably pretty easy to guess, especially since we put him at what six and ten. Yep, six and ten, and my brother keeps disagreeing. Hey, Jared Sutton, eleven and five for the Patriots, dude. No, Jaredson's not going to lead the Patriots to eleven five record. No, they got the hardest schedule in the league. Yeah, Stidham has played one game his whole career, and it was three snaps. He threw a pick six. He has no good receivers around him. I mean, look at. All the key players the Patriots lost. They lost so much. Look, the Buccaneers, the Buccaneers have gained. I, I just think the Buccaneers are going to have a better record than the Patriots. But then again, you can't, you can't sleep on Bill Belichick. Yeah. 
Uh, NFL teams can reopen uh, facilities Tuesday. That's good. It's a start. Yes. Um, clubs unable to meet these criteria on May 19th may reopen their facilities. Uh, I can't even talk today. <laughs> uh, the earliest date, therefore, on which they're able to meet the criteria, uh, Roger Goodell added. Um, yeah, so it seems like the NFL is reopening um, their camps as well as the NBA is opening as well. But I just, like I said, this, I say every podcast, this whole virus is absolutely crazy, but it's good that stuff is reopening, states reopening. Yeah. And from what I've seen with states are reopening, a lot of these cases are going down. I uh, know here in Manchester, the mall just opened up, which that's probably one place I'm going to stay from for a long time is a mall. Because I don't trust them all. Definitely. I got one more for the gold old hockey. I've had a hockey one for a while. Uh, then I'll bring back football for the last thing. Yep, Sydney Crosby first. 24-team playoff Sherman over March Mile style format. Huh. Um. For instance, a 24-team uh, format pitched to Crosby may include uh, typical best seven s- best seven series. While it's important to note that Crosby in, in private safety, it's common sense to view more games as more chances for exposure. Um, then again, approaches compared to March Madness pose their own risk, especially with 31 teams included. Yes, a single or double elimination formats would eliminate reps, um, but more teams, more players, and staff being around. Thus, People exposed to risk. Back in April, uh, Bill Daly told Emily Kaplan and Greg Wawaska, Wawaska, don't know how to say his last name, uh, that the league isn't interested in March Miles, uh, March Madness tournament. I would say the best, uh, best one of one is not something we would ever go to. Daly said, "I've always thought the uh, covenant is everything on the table. Nothing is out of question." I would say there would be a strong, uh, a strong opposition to ever creating a playoff where it's single nation. I think the best of three is more possible, not preferred, but possible than the best one scenario. I do not like the one game playoff. That's stupid. Yeah. So you're going back to football. Yeah. So I saw this on Twitter and it's going making its rounds yesterday. Yep. And it was uh, create a wide receiver. Ooh. All right, so there's four categories with four options in each category to create your ideal wide receiver. All right, so hands. Larry Fitzgerald, Julio Jones, DeAndre Hopkins, or Michael Thomas? Who's the second option? It was Larry Fitzgerald the first Jones. Fitzgerald was second. Fitzgerald was first. Jones was second. Julio Jones. Julio Jones is the greatest wide receiver. The best wide receiver playing right now. All right, so speed. Hill, Fuller, Brown, or Ross? Tyreek Hill. That yeah, dude's that, fast. That's easy. Antonio Brown? Yeah, I don't want to be fast like him. It's not Antonio oh, Brown. Oh, it's probably A.J. Brown then. The whoever's on the Ravens. Oh, uh, Marquise Brown. Yeah. You get over there with the mic stand? Slide it, don't press it. I don't want it anymore. I don't okay. like it. <laughs> Root run, route running. Michael Thomas, Diggs, Cooper, Adams. 
number one. Thomas? Oh, yeah. And a contested catch. Jones, Hopkins, Galladay, or Robinson the second? Jones again. Jones. So you went Jones, Hill, Thomas Jones. Ain't no one stopping me, boy. <laughs> Catching a ball and running back to cornerback. <laughs> so that was take the lead. I don't know how to read. You guys can tell. <laughs> and Tyree Kill's got the speed. I had rhymes. I still don't know how to read. <laughs> you need to change the words. I know it's John working. They find you on the internet. You guys can find me on my uh, Instagram at John O'Halloran15, O-H-A-L-L-O-R-A-N. You can find me on my Twitter at underbar John, underbar O'Halloran. Will, where they can find you on the beautiful web of the internet? Net, 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 you can find me net, on both net. Twitter and Instagram at Will Kluski. You follow the show on both Twitter and Instagram at TTLPod. Please rate, review, and subscribe on your preferred listening platform. And please, please share with your friends, family, and coworkers who ever like sports. Oh. That's after. <laughs> and <laughs> we... See you in a couple days. Bye.